Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Well, howdy there, friend. It's your kind of neighborhood sound wizard, Nick. Coming to you with one fantastic pitch. Now, if you love Rolling in the Geek just as much as I do, you'll also love to uh, check out their Patreon and maybe give them a little subscribe so you can check out awesome shows like their uh, 30 to an hour-ish, depending on how much bullshitting they actually do, of content of the pre-show that they put on there. And you also get Under the trench coat, which sounds a little something like this. Hello and welcome to Under the Trenchcoat, the after show bonus episode for Riven, the Shattered Continent. I am Ken Brown, your dungeon master. Is that Brad? Of course it was. Classy. <laughs> I did that on purpose. Did you? Did How you long do- were you clenching? <laughs> did you do it on purpose because you know that I edit uh, Under the Trenchcoat very little? Yes, that's right. Fart jokes are hilarious, but they also cover things such as. I think you're rubbing off on me because I, I think I have a, a, a potential crackpot corner thought. Oh shit! Oh shit! I'm, okay, It might sound wrong. It might sound bad, but don't be upset. It's crackpot corner with Brad. Bum. I, I don't. I think this is the first like for real crackpot corner with Brad. So let's let's fucking hear it. What what if? And maybe it's not that crackpot. And I just think it's crackpot. What if? And you only got one spot that you can check that all out. It's over there on Patreon. So why don't you go on and go on ahead, give it a give it a look, give it a look, see, maybe get a subscribe and uh, enjoy the content. Right now, let's get back to the regular episode. Hey guys. Thank you again. Uh, just okay. Could you cool it with the sound effects, please? Whoa. Just the music will do. Yeah. Thank you. Cripes. All right. Um, what was I saying? Hi, Nick. Right. Okay. Yeah. Just uh, check it in and let you know that this is the. Uh, it's the last episode before we take our break. So, in case you didn't know, we're taking a step back. Um, after this episode, uh, we're not going to be releasing any canon episodes in May. Uh, we will be releasing some Riven Tales content for you uh, on Fridays instead. No Riven Tales, um, or Heroes Tales, I guess is more apt term. Uh, for the Heroes episode, Heroes is just going to take a breather. Uh, everything will be back in June. Um, uh, nothing bad's happening nothing bad's going on we just we've been recording episodes just about every week 
uh, for almost a year and a half, aside from a couple hiccups due to health reasons and whatnot. Um, and so we wanted to just take a break that was on purpose and for us. So that's what we're doing. This is the last episode before that happens. And yeah, enjoy. And we're sorry. And also enjoy the Riven Tales. I think they're pretty cool. Yep. Pretty sweet. Still don't know how to end this. So that's fun. See you in a month. Goodbye. Nick's hiding. Oh, for fuck's sake. I am Ken Brown, Game Master for Riven, the Shattered Continent, and I want to thank you for taking a seat at our table. Will my cohorts please introduce themselves? Um, hello there. Uh, I'm Harpos, Ironjaw Pasaro. I'm an book for Monk from Okaido, a Cavalier Knight for the people of Iron's Edge, and a proud member of the B-Team. We are set on purging Riven once again of the dragon tyrants that seem to be resurging. We're... Wait... That's what really what we're trying to do. We're going to drag... Oh, dear. And I'm portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw, Forge Cleric of Numerath. I have left this world once and witnessed what is waiting for me. However, my friends need me, and I promise to become the bulwark of this world to protect them and the blade of Numerath. To cleanse it of corruption. Portrayed by Brad Konauer. Thank you, my dear colleagues, and thank you all for joining us. Please sit and rest your weary legs and get ready for Rolling in the Geek. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. There is much conversation had between the B-Team and Davinia. Here are some highlights. Davinia introduces herself to the rest of the B-Team and shows Harkos and Phil that she was Gork all along. Harkos expresses frustration that she didn't help in Iron's Edge, and she tells him that she couldn't have entered the mines anyway because it had been designated as Toravir's lair and she was barred from entering. She tells Trevor that she can give him the incantation to resummon Kingsley, and after some convincing and a quick in-her-head conversation with Numerath, that Numerath has re-entered the world at the moment of Trevor's birth, that the other Methuselah only were able to re-enter the world after he came back. She talks at length with Harkos, because Trevor fucked off, <laughs> about how he feels about her kind. He tells her that he wants to believe Trevor and his attitude towards the dragons, but is more worried that all dragons are naughty. She tells him that she thinks that he needs to do a better job at convincing himself that what he is saying is true. She shows the B-Team a vision of the past, where demons and monsters roam the surface in a savage, war-torn era. They see Numerath watching in sadness and disdain. He then purifies the monsters and creates the mortal races from the shells of the monstrosities and earns the words the purifying light in the process. Finally, she gives the team a parting gift, restoring their memories of their adventure into, are you ready for it? 
Rivet Rewind. I didn't want to shock you with it that time. I know I've I've done that to you a couple times, Nick, and I apologize. Uh, but that is where we pick back up. And that's where we're going to call it, too, because I'm not mentally prepared. I, I don't know. I don't know what to do about all this yet. So we're just going to we're going to nip this one in the ass and we'll, we'll see you all under the trench coat. Bye. <laughs> no stalkery. <laughs> just, just done. Nope. They don't, I, I didn't I didn't earn the right to sing a song. So uh, to all of our listeners, as of recording on 313. Uh, our glorious sound wizard is now nicely engaged oh, yeah. oh. so uh when you guys hear this you should uh hit us up on social media and give him a congratulations i know it'll be a little late but it's worth it yeah you don't have to though <laughs> yes you do yes you do don't listen to him it's, it's fine it's not all it's cracked out to be i i, I got engaged what little over 24 hours ago and uh, my relationship's yep. already changed so um, <laughs> she's already meaner um she's told me multiple times that i'm stuck here now um <laughs> amber does that shit to me all the time <laughs> like oh man i'm i'm glad we're already married because if you had done that a couple years ago mm, shut the fuck up no you wouldn't have Jennifer's on a very euphoric high right now because she's been like extra fucking weird and I've been giving her a look and she goes what you chose this and I was like no 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 I chose whatever you were before Thursday I don't know what happened after that but you need to knock it the fuck off I I chose the 48 hour ago you (laughs) what this new level of weird is that you've been like holding back for the last seven years it's like she just let out the longest fucking breath of her life Jesus yeah they tell you most of the time that that both sides of a relationship hold back on the crazy for six months she held on to it for seven and a half years I, I buy it yeah. Um <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's anyway. let's also offer congratulations to our B team for leveling up. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I uh, you two are both level eight now. Am, am I not mistaken with that? Correct. All right. So yes. uh Harkos, why don't you tell us what happened with Harkos? Did I just call uh, you Harkos twice? Yeah, so. Harkos, can you tell us what Harkos did, please? I'm, Argos, I'm, you know Argos, what? Argos. I'm, I'm committing to it fully, so. Well, um, <laughs> rumor has it that the, the big one in the sky, who I've been told does my voice, which doesn't make any sense. He he rolled a, a die for health. And got a one, whatever that means. So he took the middle ground of five plus his, what does it say, a constitution modifier of three. So he got eight hit points for a total of 74. Not sure what that means, but I feel invigorated by it. Um, And then he increased my wisdom <laughs> score by one and my intelligence by one, bringing it to a plus three and a plus two respectively. I'm not sure what that means, but I feel offended. 
Is that, is that what you wanted? Yeah, I'm good with it. Okay. It was funny. I enjoyed it. I'm not going to complain. It, it felt it felt very weird to me. I bet. <sighs> uh, Trevor, what did you get upon this leveling up? Stuff. <laughs> wow. I should not have expected <laughs> so- any different. <laughs> So I rolled a five with the plus three, which gave me an eight, which put me at the same <laughs> HP as Nick yet again. Uh, I did not take the stat increase. I took the shield master feet instead. Uh, that way I can negate some of Ken's bullshittery. Listen here. <laughs> And then for my spell, all, I got all to dragons no longer have dexterity based saves for their breath weapons. Yeah, um, that's fine. It's all it's all intelligence based. Oh, that's badass. Uh, 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 permission to approach the bench. I would like it entered in the record that only um, half of the defense is being a dickhead. Uh, <laughs> So only half of the defense should have to make intel saves uh, because the monk very much likes making his deck saves. So for my my spell I got to pick up, I picked up tongues because I figured that ought to come in handy at some point. Yeah, especially if Wink. Trevor gets a significant other. Yeah, can I fucking save wavelength there? <laughs> Making Brad into a pervert low bones through the through the computer. I felt it. Yep. Uh, so Phil leveled up to level seven, uh, as he's always a level behind the rest of the B team. Uh, and I I believe so I, I, I rolled his HP immediately after our session that you guys leveled, and that was uh, a while ago. I believe he rolled a six for his HP. He has a four for his cons that gave him 10, took him up to 92 total HP. Uh, And then he got Royal Envoy through the Purple Dragon Knight, which gives him proficiency if he didn't already have it in Persuasion. If he had it in Persuasion, he got it in something else. Uh, He had Persuasion, and I believe that I gave him... uh, So he could get Animal Handing insight intimidation or performance and i believe i gave him uh intimidation yes uh but it also doubles his proficiency for persuasion based checks uh so he has a plus 12 in his persuasion right now damn that, that's do you say that's not right no, he has an extra three in there somewhere. I don't know how that happened. My but no, he should only have a plus nine. I don't know why it's showing plus 12. My brain, for some reason, like, when you first said that, I was like, okay, he's got a 12 for persuasion. And then I was like, wait, persuasion's a skill, not an ability score. How's he got a t- plus 12? <laughs> yeah, Sutton, Sutton's weird here. Hold on, let me see. Oh, for some reason it has per, uh, persuasion plus proficiency bonus twice in the in the thing. That's weird. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so it's a plus nine, not a plus twelve. My bad. Uh, but still, I, I you 
not something that we've really utilized all that much, but Phil actually has a fairly good charisma. I think it's his his uh, rustic charm. Could be. He hasn't yeah. been very persuasive with you guys recently. You've been more persuasive with him. True. Yeah, very. Can't true. really argue that one. Uh, anyway, so I uh, we we pick back up after Davinia's final gift for you, uh, which is the restoration of memories from the rewind. Uh, it takes you a minute to recover that this flood of memories into your brain. It's it it feels very much like a damn giving way. As all of these things just rush in. Uh, and it takes a few moments for you to kind of get your bearings after all that happens. But once you do. Then Davinia is gone. Of course. What do you want to do? She did say final gift. So, I mean, it was right there. So, so did she, did she ever tell me how to summon back Kingsley then? You, she, she gave you a sheet with the incantation on it, like a, a, okay. like a parchment paper that had the incantation. I have the incantation for you if you want me to read it. Yeah? I have to open up the right thing. But it is it is here. There you go. Uh, so, the incantation for Kingsley. You ready? You want to write it down? Uh, give me a second. If I could push buttons right. Okay. Servant of Lord and King. Flame of the Sky. Rejoin me. Fly once more. Kingsley, arise from void and ash. One more time. <sighs> Servant of Lord and King. Flame of the sky. Rejoin me. Fly once more. Kingsley, arise from void and ash. I thought about making the incantation something really dumb and making you say it every time. <laughs> Rude. But I opted I opted to do something that sounded more legit <laughs> for, for an incantation to summon a familiar. Yeah, because if it sounded really dumb, you'd get that out of me once and then Trevor would find a reason to not summon Kingsley again <laughs> if he died. Banana slug. That's yours. That is mine. I can't I can't give that to Trevor. I stand I'd, by it. I'd feel dirty if I was like, all right, the incantation's banana slug. I'd feel, uh, you see, I, I just, uh, <laughs> I thought I was going to throw up there for a second. Uh, okay, I'm all right. It's very for those wondering at home, banana slug is Nick's safe word. Um, he, he canonized it in 
multiple media. campaign. Yeah. No, I think it was. Uh, I think it was when we did uh, Strahd. I think it started there. Okay. See, and that's what I thought too, but I didn't know if it was that far back. But it was definitely an in-campaign thing, and then I I transpired it to real life. Not that I've needed a safe word yet, but you know, it's good uh, to according have. According to TikTok, it should be meatloaf. Nah. According to who? Because you would do it. According to TikTok, it should be meatloaf because you'd do anything for love, but you won't do that. Oh, I get well, it. But I no banana slug. <laughs> Yours can be meatloaf, Brad. Or Trevor's. Who says I have one? No, we all Brad know your wife. Brad doesn't have you one. You need a safe word. Do you think she would listen to no, it? No, but you need it. I'd like be screaming it loud enough you guys could hear it, and yeah, and silent wherever yeah. you are. You'd have to like bust in and like hit her with a fire hose or something. Let's not bring like, Ken's what? nether regions into this. <laughs> oh my god! All right, we're moving on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can that not? Can that not be in the podcast? <laughs> God, I guess my brain forgot it's not a Saturday. Oh, wait, it is Saturday. (laughs) Anyway. (sighs) Okay, so uh, I'm I'm going to say if you two don't mind, I'm going to uh, try to bring Kingsley back. It's going to take a bit. Does it really take a bit? Do you have to do it as a ritual? It's an hour. Oh, oh, it is. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I should have wrote an hour worth of dialogue that you had to do. That just be the whole episode. Guess who wouldn't have done it? (laughs) I did it off screen. I'm trying to decide if a shove or a punch would make more sense. I think a shove. A punch is rude. Hargos is going to shove Trevor like r- relatively aggressively. What was that for? What was that for? He says, oh, I don't know. Dying twice more. Excuse me? Okay, Brad. We just got our <laughs> memories back from St. Patrick's oh, Day man. where Borvin saw fucking roasted you to death and then you went and skewered yourself on fuck boy. <laughs> I, I, and the first thing you say is, I gotta go get my other bird. <laughs> <laughs> I t- it was just a dream or magic or something. We're fine. Obviously, I'm still here. It obviously wasn't a dream or anything. What we saw happened was we we interacted with it. It couldn't have been real. You in very stupid ways. <laughs> why why could it not have been real? What 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 level of normalcy do you know in this world that makes it so that could have not have been real? We couldn't have possibly uh, done that. It had to have been all magic, because if we did, wouldn't it have changed something? Like what? 
Well, if some birdman spoke with you however many thousand years ago, or I spoke with Numerath, like, how would that... How would that not affect something? How how do you know it didn't? I suppose I don't. But it seems the same. Well, maybe it's the same because we already did that. Um, quick question. What are you guys talking about? What are you guys talking about? <laughs> oh, um, Davinia, she, when she said that she was going to give us our memory back, apparently Trevor and I took a trip. Um, thanks to Salia, to the before times, um, way before times, just a handful of a thousand years or two ago, um, we saw some things, Trevor, we trevored some things, um, (laughs) He just made Trevor into a verb. <laughs> yeah, and I think it perfectly describes shit like falling off a train. Um, uh, and now I'm attempting to come to terms with it all, whereas Trevor is brushing it off as merely just a, a dream, which is, you know, why it was locked away from us is because it was. Just a, a non-important dream. Fucking asshole. <laughs> Can't be real. Let me go get my bird. So, are we still going to try to catch that uh, that airship? Uh, yeah. Yes. I mean, we despite my recently reattained information we have a job to do and Harkos looks um kind of broken and not not like not severely but you can see he's he's like kind of disappointed in the decision he just made well if you guys want to work out whatever with your little like dream time dream thing I'm gonna go and get the rest of my sleep before we have to get onto that ship so yeah (laughs) (laughs) poor fucking Phil always a bridesmaid so good good night I guess is hopefully we'll at the very least I hopefully will be along shortly because uh, you still have uh, you still have some time before you need to be there yeah uh, so I mean, you could still like finish off your your <clears throat> your rests uh, 
so that you can start fresh up on uh, when you get onto the ship. So Phil, uh, Phil retires back to the, the rather messed up hotel or uh, in. Uh, and what do you guys do? Uh, Trevor, dreams or not, you need to be more careful. I don't. So, I, I, I don't appreciate your bullheadedness at all times. Now, my decision with Borvensal was obviously bad, but how could I not try to help? Well, I didn't even know who she was. And honestly, if you truly believed it was a dream and we couldn't affect anything, what was the point? I don't know. It was instinct, I guess. You, I, I understand, and I'm, I'm not, I can't fault you for that, but I, I do wish that you attempt to curb those ever so slightly because should situations like that occur out here, I don't think I know for a fact that the return trip is not so easy. And I've, I know following instincts isn't the easiest thing to break, but when you have things things that you're meant to do like like we do you have to you have to make the hard choices I will attempt to be more careful. Hopefully we don't have any more situations like that. Agreed. And then, um, um, I I think I'm going to go attempt to get a little bit more rest as well. And so, Harkos will excuse himself. Brad, feel free to speak. Sorry. <laughs> I will be shortly behind you. Once I finish this. And Harkos will just kind of nod understandingly. <laughs> so, Harkos, you head back to your somewhat blown out room. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> Trevor, are you going to just do this ritual here or what are you wanting to do? Yeah, I'm going to do the ritual right there in the in the basement. Okay. Uh, so you get it started. I uh, the 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 parchment that she gave you is is pretty much the exact directions. And so like it's, you know, using your. You know, I guess that you more or less use your your hammer as your your holy symbol, mm-hmm. uh, since it's tied to all this stuff. But uh, 
So, so since since it's summoning, I kind of picture it as you're you're actually like I I do like the the charcoal circle with the runes and stand <laughs> in the middle with my hammer. <laughs> Make it a mess. Eh, he'll clean it. Or one of his cousins will. Yeah, you know, whatever. Anyway, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. <laughs> Zooey. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So you you start, you, you draw your, your symbols and everything as part of the ritual. Uh, you focus in on it. Uh, you go through the full hour of meditation, uh, speak the incantation, and a small burst of flame comes from on top of the hammer, and Kingsley is perched on top. He looks at you. He looks at you with a a small amount of disappointment that you let him die. I'm going to reach up and scratch him under his beak. He pretends to not like it. But he doesn't do it very well. Look, it's not my fault. I try. Caw. I could have left you there. Caw. It's up to you. You don't have to come with me. Caw. <laughs> caw, 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 caw. So are we are we we heading out then? Do you wish to come with or do you want to stay here? I think there's some snacks you could get. Caw. Okay, well I'm leaving. Caw 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 caw. He's he stays like he stays perched up on the hammer until you start moving and then he'll he'll flap over and land on your shoulder. <laughs> That's what I thought. It's good to have you back. Caw, caw. I'll head to the the broken down hotel. Okay. Uh, I actually have a question. Did we establish a way of contacting my little scout person that I set up? Uh, Not directly. No. Uh, Basically, that if there was any, like, developments, that she would get in contact with you. Okay. I suppose I shall leave that be at the moment. Uh so you head back to the inn, uh, and you get nestled up into into bed. Harkos is is snoring softly on the other side of the room. Uh you get a little bit of rest in through the, the rest of the night, and uh at daybreak, you uh, you all start having to get up and start moving around because you need to meet with Captain Kirby. So any final things that you want to do before meeting with the fine captain? Um, I don't think so. Uh, not off the top of my head, I suppose. This is the final save point before moving on, so that's why I'm 
That's why I'm asking. This is like the, the end of the discs in the old Final Fantasy games. Like, you you do you want to save here before before moving on to the next part or? Well, it depends on on what quests we can't uh, go back and do if we move on to the to the next part. Well, you won't be able to collect the twenty rubies for uh, Jimmy Bob that you you met uh, and gave you. No, you're. Um, Okay. Uh, bloop bloop no I'm not quite ready yet <laughs> <laughs> uh, bloop, I... the bloop bloops for me moving through the menu oh okay <laughs> hold on hold on bloop 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 ba-ding, 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 ba-ding. you collected my 20 rupees here's 10 of them the... oh thank you so much I'm happy <laughs> to be here glad I could participate uh, but you all get up and moving around, and uh, once you are ready, you can head off to go and meet with Captain. Just waiting for the okay. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm ready. I honestly, I feel like Harkos would have possibly even just gotten up early and just gone there because he kind of misses it a little bit. Like he hasn't seen a ship in a while and like just been there. So are you leaving before everybody else? Yes. Okay. As douchey as that kind of sounds. (laughs) (laughs) I... So you head off. Uh, Captain Kirby gave you directions on where on where to meet. So uh, you actually have to head out or crap. Now my memory is failing me. I can't remember. Did he tell you to meet? I think he told you to meet him back at the bar and then you all would leave together. You know, I think you're right. I think I think that is how it went down, actually. See, I mean, same thing, Harkos, but instead of being there, he would have just been downstairs, like, ready to get the fuck out. Hey, uh, so you're downstairs uh, and at the bar where you met Kirby, uh, and you see him uh, stumble out from the the tavern, uh, looking a little worse for the wear. Uh, oh wow, you're already here. But you're only a third of what you were before. The the other two are still asleep. I'm just I'm highly motivated to um to get get on to the next leg of our journey. Also, I've just I've it's been some time since I've been near a ship and it, uh, I do so miss it. It, it it's not the best situations always but they were fun memories on occasion okay you're at like a seven <laughs> and I need you to back it off a little bit until I 
either get a lot of water or a couple more glasses of whiskey in me. Oh, um, yes, of course. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm being a hair impatient as my head has given birth to a headache. You you did drink quite a lot, even for a sailor, so... And I did more when I went to bed. Cuddled up with a bottle for the rest of the night, and she was good to me. That seems highly (laughs) accurate for... Someone like yourself. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. No offense intended, just... I'm not surprised is all, and I'm, I'm I'm not upset either. I'm just I I understand. Well, if you're gonna live the lifestyle, you might as well live it the whole way, right? Certainly. So he he pulls a a flask out from inside of his coat and uh, takes a couple of nips off of that wall. You guys are are waiting for the rest of the the crew to assemble. Uh, Trevor, do you eventually make your way down there? Because when, when you get up, Harkos is already gone. Yeah. I'll peek in on Phil real quick since it's on the way. He, he He's tying up his Nikes 
Uh, and uh, it as you peek your head in, he's like, oh, yep, uh, just got to pump up a little bit and then we'll I'll be ready to go. <laughs> Jesus. And he goes down. All right. I think I'm good. I don't know what making those noises did, but I mean, if it helps, it helps. It makes the shoes fit. But OK, no, we're we're good. Don't play along with the joke. <laughs> yes, and my ass. Uh, all right, let's go. I'll head downstairs. Uh, OK, so you and Phil uh, kind of you get up and around, head out from the tavern. You see uh, Captain Kirby, big bags under his eyes, uh, taking nips off of a flask and Harkos looking a little jittery next to him. Hey, there's those two. Oh, yes, you look totally capable. I don't think that I appreciate your tone. He's doing fine, Trevor. He's it's it's early for him. Or late. I'm not sure which at this point. Fair point. Depends on the schedule that you keep, right? You gotta work in the shadows of night, being a pirate. Well, depends on the cargo, I suppose. You really think that this is going to be safer than the train? Of course it's safer than a train. Leaps Did you hear about the train that pulled up here a couple weeks ago that half the thing was blown apart? We were on oh. it. Oh, for po- part of the trip, at least. Yes. Are Are you gonna Are you gonna do that to my ship? No, I don't we, want you we, to do that we, to my ship. We didn't do that. People looking for someone else who was on the train did that. But Hako stopped them, and so did Phil. Not you. No, Trevor did his job also. Feel like there's more to that story, but I'm gonna let it go. It's best to let the story die. Feel like there was a lot of meaning behind that, but again, I'm gonna let it go. <laughs> Second chances are a wonderful thing. Oh my god, <laughs> get the fuck out! <laughs> he 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 is just like his mouth is like slightly open and one eye is really squinty and the other one is just kind of like hanging out staring at you for really awkwardly i died but he He got better he got better yes i I did get better (laughs) kin same fucking wavelength (laughs) it happens to us a lot it scares me sometimes it does happen a lot so much thanks to Harkos and Phil and a a new friend of theirs that isn't with us at the moment I he died too uh, no I I hope not from the sounds of things he went off to fight his god you guys lead really interesting lives apparently as you died you're a bird you have a friend that's fighting a god and you have that guy He's got a spiky ball on a stick. It looks scary. He knows how to use it, too. I imagine, because 
I don't normally see people walking around with a spiky ball. I don't suppose we could walk, could we? Is there a bridge somewhere? Nope. Maybe we shut that one off when we were down below. Oh, for fuck's sake. You were... You're revealing a lot of information, my friend. Oh, I haven't even touched the information. Convenient that he's revealing so many things to a complete stranger, but withholds information from friends. Oh, are I, for- you? I forgot to mention, Harkos came loaded with oof bullets tonight. Cocked, <laughs> <laughs> locked, and ready to rock. You guys got some stuff that you need to sort out before we get on the ship? Because, I mean, close quarters. It's a decent sized ship, but it's still pretty close quarters. I, I don't want. I don't want you guys fighting. It, it, will, it will be fine. Okay. There's just a lot happening everywhere right now. Uh, he, he takes a couple of nip, a couple more nips off the flask and kind of shakes it. And you hear little droplets that are in there. He's like, huh. So he takes a whole bottle out from inside of his coat and then fills up the flask again, puts the <laughs> bottle back into his coat and then takes a couple more nips off of the off the flask. All right. I think I'm ready. If you guys are like, he actually sounds more sober now. <laughs> yes, I'm quite ready. All right, we got a little bit of a little bit of walk out of town, but uh, uh, it shouldn't take us more than more than a couple hours to get there. So, if you're if you're ready, let's pack her on up and let's rock and roll. You say a, a walk for a couple hours? Could we not take horses? Well, I mean, if you wanted to, do you have horses? It would be faster, would it not? Well, it would, but I didn't know if you had horses. Someone stole our horses. Oh, that's rude. Yes. So walking? Walking is fine. Gives you like a weird like two-fingered salute thing. All right, let's go. Takes a couple more nips off the bottle and (laughs) stands up straight, kind of rolls his shoulders a couple of times and... Readjusts himself, throws the coat up over his shoulders. All right, guys, let's go. Um, real quick before I forget for like the third time, did did our cumulative sleeps is that uh full rest? Yes, long rest. Yeah, yeah, long rest. You're good. Cool beans, Brad. Who pissed in your Cheerios? <laughs> What? Who this pissed, guy who, apparently. Who pissed in your Cheerios? <laughs> why? This guy. Why? Why are you over here walking? Pshaw! An iron jaw using his feet? I never. No, it was a speed thing. Not even the walking part. It'll take a couple hours. If we take fucking horses, it'll be faster. Well, do you have any horses? Oh, I'm sure. Mr. Whatever the fuck he calls you has a horse. <laughs> he did. He did have a horse, which I bought fair and square and then was stolen by ruffians who found it wandering in the wilderness. Well, then we ruffian the ruffians. Because that is less time consuming. Finding people who are on horse fighting them to take back horse, of which there will only be enough for three of us, which means... That Captain Kirby has to ride 
shotgun with someone. <laughs> which I don't foresee going over well. <laughs> you get in the sidecar. No, you get in the sidecar. <laughs> or we fucking have to wind up and go get buy more horses. And I know that Trevor doesn't feel great about keeping money all the time. Um I'd like to stay pretty liquid because we're heading to crazy fucking shit. So who knows what we'll need? You don't know that you're heading for crazy shit. Yep. Highly confident. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Kirby starts. Uh, K- Captain Kirby. I'm going to use his proper title. Uh, Captain Kirby. Uh, kind of starts making his way towards uh where you know that the the main uh main gate is he he looks back he's come on guys clip clop clip clop clip clop clip clop and you're there hey uh, but well, we you didn't need horses he did the thing <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so you guys exit through the main gate uh, this early. People are just starting to uh, filter in here and setting up their shops for the day. So it's it's significantly less busy than when you entered the other day. Uh, you head out through the entrance and start heading out into the wilderness. Go ahead and roll up some perceptions for me. <laughs> That sounds good. <laughs> oh fuck! That's a, that's a five. That's a five. I rolled a one. Mine's a ten because I rolled a seven. Okay. Can't see the forest through the trees. Uh, you guys, you you make your way into uh some of the wilds around around Aramore. Uh, but you start heading on a more like northerly direction uh start getting onto paths through this and after about an hour or so off on the horizon you can see uh you can see the the ley lines here uh this is a different section of the ley lines than what you came into aramore through uh since we're here go ahead and roll me a d12 each of you Ten. I thought I didn't have any D12s. They were all hiding together in the back of my dice. They're underutilized die. Button for a while. Five. Okay. Uh the, the point point of reference. Just rolled D20s. Brad rolled a five. I got a ten to, Brad got a five total. I got a ten total. Brad just got a ten on his D12. I got a five on my D12. <laughs> I just wanted to call that out for all of us here. And apologize to Ken because that pisses him off for some reason. <laughs> it's so fucking weird that it happens so often. Isn't it fucking <laughs> weird? It's so it doesn't happen like we stuff syncs up on Saturday sometimes, but never this fucking frequently. No. Or maybe we don't pay close enough attention. I guess Saturdays. so. Yeah, maybe there's just too so much people and so much going on that we just don't. It doesn't click. But it's it's eerie sometimes on here. <laughs> uh, the rest of your trip is is fairly uneventful. Uh, Kirby, it, Captain Kirby, is kind of rambling about uh, 
his ship and you know he he's talking about some of his crew members uh and trevor is definitely hanging far back <laughs> i i don't <laughs> well he is having an animated conversation with harkos uh <laughs> about his ship and his crew and all this uh eventually you get to the edge of the of of this forest uh and as you get closer the trees kind of become more and more dead that uh and as the ley line gets bigger and bigger in your sight uh you can kind of make an assumption that the ley line is having a negative effect on the the edge of this forest right uh but as you get to the end it's just stripped bare dead trees and you can see through them the towering ley line that uh on the edge of it hovering maybe about 10 feet off the ground is a ship i don't know if trevor has had much occasion to see airships i i kind of think with your backgrounds and whatnot that probably not as much uh but harkos you've you've seen vessels pretty similar to this before mm. uh it's about 40 feet long uh it's narrow with uh strange patterns made into the woodwork uh that are lined with something that has like a whitish tint to it uh everything is braced and supported by various steel beams along the hull and stretching out from the side are these wing-like appendages that uh, seem to be some sort of like stabilizer. Uh, the sails are not so much sails as posts that have some weird, like almost look like exhaust vents coming off the back of them. Uh, so imagine like an exhaust pipe, but standing straight up and down that has it that has exhaust ports coming off the back of it. Uh, all kind of like interlinked with all kinds of like wiring and uh, metal supports and more of that like scroll and rune work that you see in the hall. Uh, as you start to approach, you hear a f what. I would call like a foghorn type noise come off of the vessel. And Kirby kind of turns and looks at you guys. It's announcing us coming back or me coming back, I guess, more or less. You're unexpected guests, but uh, welcome to your temporary home slash transportation. But she's beautiful. I it's it, 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 it just since you actually have some experience with this is that I mean that pretty standard fare for what you've seen from some of the pirates and stuff before this one maybe looks a little bit on the more uh, rather than being kind of like cobbled together like some of the ones that you've seen it seems like this one is a little bit more purposeful in its intent if that makes sense yeah like if you can kind of imagine the difference between the two from what I described. I uh, so I mean it is it is definitely on the nicer end well, of, even, even of what you've seen. Even if you told me, be like, well, actually, it kind of looks like shit. I'm not going to insult a man. The fucking 
I'm, I'm trying to butter this guy up since Trevor's working so <laughs> adversely in the other direction. Uh, but I do appreciate the image uh, immensely. I, oh, hey, she is beautiful, isn't she? Put a lot of my blood, sweat, and and not tears, mind you, not tears. No, I never. It's just blood and sweat, mostly the blood. It's just gallons oh. of my own blood. In uh, no, I'm over exaggerating. I've cried a little bit. <laughs> This man. Anyway, uh, so the the gangplank is let down as you guys start to approach. Uh, And you see Captain Kirby happily starts walking up and waves you guys to join him. Harkos will definitely just hop to it to, to follow him up. I'll uh I'll follow too. Okay. Uh the groups of you walk up the gangplank, get up to the top, and you see a a fairly kind of like mixed crowd of folks that are kind of going to and fro on the ship. Seems like they're kind of loading up the last bits of some cargo that is fairly nondescript and plain wooden boxes. Uh or you see some of them like markings that were made on them have been like scratched out or roughed up so that you can't see what the actual marking was. Uh, But all of that stuff is being taken below deck uh, as the final pieces are being brought on board. Uh, Kirby kind of waves you to, to come on in and takes you back to the captain's quarters uh, he's like, I'll do some introductions later, but they're busy doing stuff and I get mad if I interrupt them while they're doing stuff. So I, we got a paycheck to make and they're trying to make it. I'm trying to spend it. Ooh, let's go in there. Don't follow him in. Hey, uh, yep. so you head in, I, uh, and he he opens up the door to a grotesquely decorated captain's quarters silk and all silk and all kinds of fine fabrics hung along the ceilings and uh in garish bright colors uh golden tableware and gold embossed furniture just way over the top kind of stuff i uh, the like the bed posts are like spiraled with gold and silver with silken sheets laid out on them and bright colored fabrics that's going between the posts. Uh, it, he invites you in to take a seat on a, a, a very bright red velvety couch. Go ahead and take a seat. Uh, well, should be another he looks at a watch that isn't there should be another like 10 15 minutes and we'll be we'll be ready to go okay okay at this point i'm just trying to piss off trevor just to see how far i can push him <laughs> like that's why i did the watch thing cuz i don't know why i just assumed that would piss him off 
<laughs> I, it, it probably did. <laughs> I, but you hear a whole bunch of commotion outside uh, as the final pieces get loaded. You hear the heavy thud as the uh, top gets put back onto the cargo deck. Uh, and you, uh, somebody comes in, a uh, half-elven woman pops the door open. Captain, we're ready to set sail whenever you are. Oh, this is, this is Lenara. This is my first mate. Hello. Oh. Greetings. You brought friends this time? Captain, I would not say that. He he looks back at you as you say that. Thirty three percent friend, sixty six percent friend in the making. Is <laughs> he just stares really awkwardly long at Trevor? Raises his eyebrows and kind of gives you a nod. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look at at uh the 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 first mate yeah yeah so what yeah I'm gonna go I hope the rest of you are better. She rolls her eyes as kind of gives you like a weird nod and then she closes the door. That was like an agreeance, kind of like she's she's somewhat in the same same headspace ah, okay. that you are. Nice. I cannot believe how rude you're being. <laughs> like, I haven't liked him since we fucking met him. I'm fully fucking aware. <laughs> he tried to cheat you. And uh, I mentally, Harkos was knowing and accepting of that because this is, it is, this is the way. <laughs> <laughs> Cheating is uh, part of their religion, Trevor. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. I dare you. Give your fucking hammer a tug. Give what Ken said. <laughs> I love that there's such a big difference between your attitudes towards this guy. It makes me so it makes me so giddy. <laughs> Like, I absolutely love the way you're playing him. Trevor fucking hates him. <laughs> Welcome to Harkus's feelings on Trevor. Yeah. That's I, fair. I love the way you're playing him. Harkus is really disliking your your newly resurrected personality. And it was kind of there before though. Yeah. It was. It was. That's part of his fire lies, though, and <laughs> kind of wish we could go back to that time. <laughs> we went back to before that. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I think. I think Trevor's gonna get up and go uh, excuse himself. If you don't mind, I have never been on one of these, so I'm going to go take in the sights. Uh, yeah, whatever you want to do. I mean, people give you weird looks, just don't, don't get mad at me. 
I haven't introduced you yet because we haven't taken off. I, I mean, you know. He's just walking out the door. Oh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> I don't think he likes me very much. <laughs> He's going or through a lot. He really likes me. He just doesn't want to show it yet. It I could, think it's that. I think it's one. a 50 50. It could go either way. Yep. <laughs> you you don't you don't agree with my my observation? Well, I I'll be honest, I I was attempting to agree, but your observation kept growing in options. It it kind of caught me off guard, so I just it's got to be one of those two things. Okay, I guess that's 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 fair. I can't really can't really argue that it, it does have to be one of those two things. <laughs> he's just he's been dealing with a lot lately. He's he's probably not in tune with his emotions currently. You guys got some stuff to work out, don't you? That's you ever, one way to put it. You ever need a mediator? Just telling oh, you. Oh, dear God, no. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I kind of want it just because Brad hates it so <laughs> no. much. I would happily have sure. Lenara help you. Oh, that's okay. Don't keep or that me. in mind. Thank you. Or me. No, no. Don't keep that in mind. Thank you. Well, we're, uh, we're going to be setting sails so I uh, you want to you want to be on deck when it happens Dub Phil have you ever you've probably not seen this yes not like this no I'll show my friend around I've not seen it in some time but I've I have experienced it before but I do like seeing others um. Okay, and it's for me too. Let's go, Phil. <laughs> uh, so you you head out on deck. Uh, Trevor, you wandered off. So you see the uh, the rest of the crew is starting to get everything prepared. Uh, there's a lot of loose stuff on the the top deck that they are getting like strapped down. So you've got cannons, you've got storage boxes, you've got barrels, you've got et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they're getting everything chained to the deck. Uh, nobody really takes too much notice of you, but everybody's kind of fairly busy. But if, you know, as folks are kind of walking past, they give you a weird look like, you know, who the hell is this guy? Uh, as you're walking out, the entire main deck is covered in that same kind of scroll work that you saw along the sides. Uh, go ahead and roll a perception check for me, please. B both of us? You first. Well, that's a 19 on the die. Plus four, okay. so 23. 100% Dragon Rock is inlaid in all of this, all of this scroll work. Uh, whether it's along this top deck or, you know, you kind of like peek over the side rail a little bit and you're like, yep, that's Dragon Rock. 
like run my hand across the runes. Hey, I, you could feel you could feel the stone there. It's very thin. Uh, these the this work has not been carved very deep, and it looks like it's almost mosaic that they just took uh-huh. little pieces and kind of filled in the space. It's not like a solid piece that was carved into this. It, they, you know, they took little little pebbles of it and uh-huh. and inlaid it so that it it creates this kind of mosaic pattern in each in each rune. I. Uh, that extends up. It's actually carved into the metal mast that's in the the center of the of the vessel, uh, and again inlaid with with the dragon rock all the way up. Hmm. Uh, above the captain's quarters is the helm that you can kind of spy from there. Uh, it has a very similar look, but all of the handholds are all just pure dragon rock. Oh, shit. Uh, and then as you kind of peer towards the front of the ship, towards the bow, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, the, the, oh, crap, but I had the word. The part that juts out from the front, that that is completely made out the of Dragon f- Rock as the well. The fig- figurehead? Not the figurehead, but it's like the oh, very the, front the, peak. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, that extends out that that is completely made out of dragon rock as well. Oh, wow. Uh, looks like a lot of work went into putting all this together. Trevor, you, you're kind of in the midst of looking around at all this as, uh, Harkos and Phil come out and you see captain Kirby, uh, follows them out, but heads up, to the helm to go and talk to the helmsman. I I'm gonna stay at the the front of the ship. Hey, Harkos, uh, you're seeing a lot of the same stuff, but go ahead and roll the perception to see if you spot the like dragon rock bit. Okie dokie. Uh, mine's a thirteen. Okay, you I got a ten you, on the die. It wasn't a very high check, but yeah, you you can see you you can see that the rune work all has the dragon rock put into it. Uh, you don't notice the helm. I think that you kind of get distracted because you see Trevor. So you don't see what's behind you. You just see what's in front of you. Uh, gotcha. But you get the same impression that a lot of work went into this, the, the construction of this vessel. Uh, a lot more than the the rest of the look would kind of give off. Uh, after about minute or so of you walking out, you hear something whirring, like something like some sort of machination is starting to whir up and and gain momentum. Uh, you hear Captain call out. Boys and girls, let's set sail to Aetherport. And you hear the entire crew to Aetherport. And then there is a flash of blue light. And as your eyes adjust and your ears stop ringing from the burst of sound that comes out, you see 
what caused it. Uh, the wing-like appendages on the side of the vessel now, instead of just being metal posts that are going out the side, now actually look like wings. That the this blue flame-like energy is bursting out from the back of them, uh, creating the look of feathers spread out over the sides. Uh, the metal mast in the center is bursting out a very similar energy, but it seems to be getting absorbed by the rune work in the ship. And you see a faint blue aura start to surround the deck and stretching out towards the front and back of the, of the ship. After a little bit of time of everything kind of whirring up and, and getting prepared, the ship lifts up another 15, 20 feet off the ground, starts to bank towards the left, and you watch as the vessel slides into the ley line. And that, my friends, is where we're going to go ahead and call it for tonight. Yay, pirates! Thank you all very much for joining us at our table. If you've enjoyed what you're listening to, we would humbly ask that you uh, show us some support. One of the ways that you can do that is through our Patreon. We are good little warlocks and offer up sacrifices to our patrons depending on the tier that you choose. If Patreon is not so much your thing, do something as simple as just buying us a coffee. If you go to ko-fi.com, search for Rolling in the Geek, you can do a one-time donation there. Brad, where can these fine folks get in touch with us? You can subscribe to us at... Oh, wow. Whoa. You can subscribe to our newsletter on our website at rickgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things Rolling in the Geek. Or you can find us on... Oh, my goodness. What is going on? You? Or you can find us on any of your favorite ear bacon stations. Also, we're very active on Twitter. And if you want to talk to a bunch of rad content creators, podcasters, artists, and all around cool people, you can join us in the Underground Oracle Discord through the link on our website. We got there. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Thanks, Brad. Sheesh. Nick. If you were such a big asshole in the episode, <laughs> the universe wouldn't feel the need to repay itself. Yes, I feel it's going to get worse. This week, you <laughs> are the sound swashbuckler rogue. Very on theme. Very on theme. With your charismatic panache, you were able to nimbly dodge between our audio traps and pierce through the heart of poor sound quality and fell that foe so the rest of our party can be a party. (laughs) Can you please... (laughs) It took a weird turn there. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Can you please give us some fancy footwork and throw something fun out to go out on? Uh, sure. Uh, hooey hoo from Nick and Harkos um episode 78 as we 
let all of the fresh information gestate. And <laughs> uh, I'm sure the boat on the ley lines is going to be a hell of a time in episode 79. Back to Ryman. I'm trying, man. That's always got to go back. Uh, this week, I went back to a tried and true artist. Um, it's a little bit of a shorter one, uh, but this 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 artist makes us all happy. So, without too much more rambling, here's the parody for episode seventy-eight. <clears throat> When you're sick and tired of all the things, you can tune in and listen on Fridays. We try to make your day better as I sing, helping you through mundane work days. And we bring you tales from Riven and New Ethis once a month. We try to be a fun time while Nick and Brad try not to die. It is the Rig Geek Trio filling in your ear holes. We are like bacon, ear bacon, ear bacon, <laughs> bacon in your ears, ear bacon, ear bacon. Join us for some drama and fun. We are the Rig Geek Trio making fun new parodies every single week, every week, every week. Who really needs to sleep? Who needs sleep? Who needs sleep? Oh, and us three guys love all of you. The last part didn't rhyme, but it's the truth. All right, so I'm going to be honest. I have no idea what it was. A Super Trooper by so ABBA. Oh, there. Okay. It was, yep. it was, you, really, it was, you really didn't know what that was? No. Oh, shit. It's a, I knew what it it's was. A little, that, that's an ABBA one that's a little bit more of a stretch. But, yeah. Oh, you got you got half of us, so. <laughs> Stop it. Boy, howdy, that sure was a good one, wasn't it? I just sure wish that there was something more we could give to you. You know what? Actually, I just heard a swell idea of a deal. You head on over to Patreon, and uh, we'll check out the uh, the subscription there, and you get yourself some early access to episode content. You can also get yourself that uh, pre-show we were talking about before the show. You also get that uh, 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 Under the Trench Coat, where they talk about all sorts of crazy stuff. You want to know what uh, went into this episode, some of the thoughts, ideas that went into this episode? Head on over to Patreon. Why don't you check it out? I'm sure they got a Under the Trench Coat up for it already. And remember, keep your days away from the meek by rolling in the geek. It's like bacon, but for your ears. Side effects may include excessive happiness, extra content, as well as possible overload of joy. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.